0: Welcome back to the Your Total Body Health Podcast with Gelia Woodyard. My name is Lou Lombardi, and I got to tell you, now I don't have kids, but I hear people say all the time, "My kids are picky eaters." And how can I make sure that they're getting all the nutrients that they actually need? And I know a lot of uh, parents are frustrated with this because everyone needs vitamins, minerals, et cetera, because they help release energy from the food and help build muscle, bone, and vital uh, tissue. Children need vitamins and minerals to maintain good health and normal growth. I mean, as you're growing up, you've got to get that so that the tissue uh, is is maintained and continues to grow. You know, eat your veggies so you grow up big and strong. Didn't you remember your mom telling you that? It's important to ensure that children receive all the vitamins and minerals that they need every day, especially during their growing years. Now, the body doesn't store all the essential vitamins and minerals. Therefore, some need to be supplied with supplements on a regular basis. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And at this point, I'm going to turn it over to your total body health coach, Galia Woodyard. How you doing, Galia?
1: I am great. Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, one of my favorite topics because I did raise four children and I have been in those shoes before where they are picky and you're trying to make sure they're, they're getting all their nutrients. So their bodies grow, their brain develops, their muscles mature, they, you know, their bones get harder, you know, all those things are going on in the parent's mind. As the child's growing up, and they're picky, and the only thing they want to eat is pasta with butter on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking. this a specific one of your children that was that was their go-to the pasta uh, with well, the butter. That's all want. Yeah, I
1: I I was fortunate. I did not have one quite like that, but uh, still to this day, I have one that cannot tolerate any fruit. Just really, just, there's no. It just it, it's not going to happen. Wow. And, um, I know it totally surprises me. Um,
0: I I can understand. I can I as can he us- gets
1: older, he's he's yeah. he sour. Sour, you know, the green grapes, the green apple.
0: <laughs> wow. The
1: hard, hard plum, but uh, but that's just been recently, and he's um, he's in his twenties now.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, because because typically, um, they don't want to eat the vegetables. I know I didn't like, um, you know I would. My, you know, my mom would put like the, just the, she knew just the smallest bit of salad on the plate because like, I just, I just couldn't um, just, I, I I was, I guess because I thought like, well, everything else on the plate's cooked. Right. <laughs> this is right. not cooked. Like Some people
1: uh, don't like the color. Some kids <laughs> don't like if it's green, they're like, I'm not eating that's green
0: or the texture.
1: Yes. Texture is a a key.
0: The the texture. Sometimes the taste is, it's it's the texture. A lot of people, a lot of of, uh, kids have issues with texture. So, um, but they need these vitamins and minerals. So what are common vitamins and minerals that, uh, that often kids don't get enough of?
1: Right. So I I just wanted to go through kind of a a little list here of things. And and once again, this is, you know, I I experienced this with my kids, but you know, vitamin A uh, great sources are egg yolks, and and, um, cod liver oil. Well, you know, kids aren't going to get that cod liver oil. So, you know, you didn't didn't just
0: make them drink cod liver oil. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Vitamin D three is comes from fatty fish and, you know, my kids didn't like fish growing up. We lived in uh, Savannah and we were right there on the coast. Uh, So, you know, I found that these were issues that I was experiencing. So I wanted to make sure that my my kids did, you know, have ways that they could get these nutrients in their body. Um, you know, vitamin E has is great in so dietary oils, such as um, nuts and margarine and seeds, avocados. You want to make sure that when you're providing this for your child, that you are giving them, the healthiest quality of the food not not margarine but actually the real butter and there's a lot of research and literature out there about years ago they said that you should have that margarine and not have that fat. But now what they've discovered is that artificial fat is hardening the arteries where, so that you really need the natural fats. The absolutely.
0: Food. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, food, I yeah, I, um, I, I got away from margarine many years ago and I never looked back butter yeah. all the way. Absolutely.
1: Uh, absolutely. You know, and it, it does, it, it tastes better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's not
1: fake. Don't eat that fake food. Um, you know there is still that myth with calcium. You, the children do need calcium. There is the myth out there about you know are you getting the calcium you need from from milk? And you know the research now is saying that that you're not getting all the calcium that you need from milk, and that's evident because America we have the highest rate of bone um, issues with, and yet the, we have the highest Amount of people drinking milk, hmm. yet we still have bone um, issues. Well, what, wait a, a minute. Okay. So,
0: so then, so then, where sh- it, w- there's a bet, what's a better source of calcium?
1: So, you know, you, you can get it in uh, broccoli and kale and collard greens, all and the stuff
0: burgers. the kids just love just, to eat. You know,
1: kids, <laughs> kids just love to eat that. So, once again, <laughs> we're getting into this issue of how am I going to provide this? Um, for my child. now I do have some that make smoothies and children love smoothies and kale doesn't have a flavor. They're not going to realize if you throw, if they like the fruit and you can throw that in, um, in the shake, the smoothie and they can get it that way. So sometimes you have to disguise it and not let them know what they're really getting, (laughs) throw it into that omelet and, and they won't, uh, they won't realize and and some kids like um, ketchup over it. That was not, I was fortunate. I didn't have one of those because that's going to bring in the sugar aspect, but some people learn to eat their foods by first smothering it in ketchup yeah. <laughs> and then slowly weaning them off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I begged my mom to let me eat ketchup sandwiches. She was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Wonder <laughs> bread with ketchup. <laughs> uh, so, so, um, we are going to have to supplement this, so with with um with these kids, we're not we're not going to be able to expect them. You, you can trick them in some places, but there's sometimes you're just going to have to. They're going to have you're, to get into some supplements. Yeah. So, so good.
1: If you look at any of the uh, the American Journal of Nutritional Gu- Guidelines for Children, they're going to tell you. They're pediatricians. I mean, mine dead, and my children are in their twenties. Um, and so back then they were still saying, you really need to supplement their diet because kids are going to be picky and they're not going to want to eat what you put on the table. And it just relieves your brain, your heart, knowing that you provided them with the best nutrition that you could at their, at their stage. But you need to be aware of what's out on the market, such as you know, the vitamin A, you should have 5,000 IUs in that. Supplement, and you should have 200 milligrams of vitamin B6. How about um, 400 IUs of vitamin D3? So, these are out there in the journal that you can research yourself. Feel free to call me, ask me questions. You know what's out there. Uh, You want to make sure that you're choosing a product that is gluten free that um, doesn't have any binders or fillers. I'm not going to name any on the market, but please read the label because there are some very well-known ones. Kids love them, a lot of sugar in them and um, aluminum. I would not feed my kid the foil (laughs) that I wrapped (laughs) around their sandwich. Um, And that's what's actually in these supplements. So, you know, being educated, reading the labels, being smart, about what you're choosing is also going to, you know, help your child.
0: Um, Let's take a little bit of a um, a detour here and talk a little bit about um, when, because every kid gets colds. Yes. Some more than others, but they all, they all get them. So you said that you were saying that you have some alternative ideas or options for when a kid uh, gets a cold. So, so share some of that with us.
1: Sure. So, you know, you, the, the parents are going to know their, their children best and you're going to know when they start acting up a lot of times um, that's a sign that they're coming down with something and you can be a little proactive and um, put some Epsom salt in their bath when they're bathing because if they're starting to come down with a cold, that Epsom salt is a natural way to pull out toxins from the body and they don't even need to know that it's in there. You can actually put some bubble bath in it and make it a fun time for them to play in the tubs. Um, saline drops, uh, that's so normal in the nose and I, um, to help with the drying up the runny nose. Um, and we've, we've had to do that many times with, with my kids. And, um, you know, it just, once again, it's a great way to, to clean out the toxins that are starting to develop in the body. Eucalyptus is a a great um, oil out there and can be put into a humidifier or in a chest rub if you feel that they are starting to have that itchy throat, scratchy little cough coming on. Um, Helps them to sleep better. Their their breathing is that moisture in the air is great for their lungs at night. apple cider vinegar. A lot of people are like, yucky, yucky, that can be gross. But if you just put a little teaspoon in apple juice, they won't realize that it's in there. And that is a great way to neutralize the body. So there, there's a lot of different um, alternatives, making some homemade chicken soup from an uh, organic chicken with the bones in the skin, all those nutrients on there. Um, and this goes way back. My my grandparents used to do that <laughs> from farmers on the land or some, some tea, hot tea or warm tea with honey and lemon. Lemon is a great way to um, neutralize the body and ward off any of those toxins that might be starting to build and create a little virus or bacterial infection.
0: Um, back to talking back to the food side of things for uh, a minute here. Okay, because this is this is a huge issue, and I I hear people talking about this all the time that they wantly really want the kids to eat healthy, but then the kids that not all parents are created equal, and so there's the parents who would just let the kids eat whatever. So you know, you want your kid to try to eat more health, make more healthy choices with food, and get them to eat more interested in eating healthy food, but their buddy is yeah. you know. You know, uh, 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 Twinkies and and chips and, you know, you know, all the time and uh, sugared sodas and things like that. Um, wh- how do you how do what do you do about that? Because you, yeah, we you all I mean, up. we all went through it. You know, we sweet, you know, kids, they trade lunches and stuff like that. Um, so, like, how do you stress this or make it something that. Because we're not dealing with, as, as one comedian said, you know, children are kind of like brain damaged people. <laughs> you know, they, they don't get it. They're not there yet. You have to kind of like, that's why you're the adult needs to be the adult. And so how, but how do you convey that in some way that gets through to them?
1: Yeah, it, it comes with just talking to your children, but you don't want to limit and you never want to like downplay what their friends are doing because that's going to cause a, you know, their brains to try to figure out what's going on here. You know, which side do I want? And if you limit and restrict, then they're going to want to do it behind your back. So, you know, I would always, you know, just let them do what they wanted to do when they were at their friend's house, let them come home and say, Oh my gosh, they have this closet full of all this, this junk food. Why don't we have that? And then I educate them and, you know, say, sure, it's okay in moderation. Uh, but That's not the way I want to have my household. But when you're over there, you know, have fun, enjoy it. And then when they come back and they're asking questions, just trying to keep them educated on what we're doing and the way our lifestyle is and why I want them to eat healthy and talk, you know, be open-minded and talk about what's going on and, and the future effect of on their bodies with, with the bad foods. And so yeah. you see
0: it as, you see it as a, like a teachable moment teachable or teachable, moment. teachable yeah. opportunity where you can, okay, this gives me a chance to say, well, why we do this, even though they do that and where we're trying to go versus what they're trying to do. And of course that's fine. And you don't put anybody down or make you know, or raise or, or because you're right. If you do make it restrictive, then they're not going to even talk to you. About right. what, the, what they had. <laughs> and so you're never going to really be able to help them and have that conversation because they're going to be like, oh, I can't tell anything to my mom. she'll She's going to freak out or whatever.
1: Yes. And okay. I had I had friends like that. I mean, I had I had colleagues who were like that with their children. And, you know, that was disturbing You know, seeing how they were being so controlling and the minute you try to control your child is the minute they're going to fight you on it. I always loved it when I told my children um, we never gave them shellfish before they turned two. we lived in Savannah and I would say, oh, you can't have that. And the minute I told them they couldn't have it was the minute they wanted it. (laughs) So a little reverse psychology is mm, awesome.
0: Told maybe we need to do that with like the broccoli and the spinach and, and all that. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you don't want any of this. Sorry, You wouldn't like this.
1: No, but everything uh, <laughs> is good in moderation. Right, right,
0: right. It's fine. Absolutely. And especially, especially when they're young. Um, But I I think providing an an environment where it can be an open discussion and we can explain and they could talk as opposed to being like, it's just bad and stay away from it. And we're not, I won't have that in my house. Uh, You know, I think you're, I think I like your approach with that. Right. Um,
1: Just keep keep everything as educated as possible, understanding what's going on, allow them to have fun, to do what they want to do with their friends. And, you know, when their friends come over here, don't make a big deal about what you're having or what you're serving and just let it be a natural way. Just keep the the conversation. And I always enjoyed getting the children involved in the meal prep. It kind of helped with the whole process. It became a family activity.
0: Right. Right. And they're going to be more interested in eating it if they had like a sort of got to participate in preparing it. Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've and I always
1: tried to have something there that each of the children, I mean, I had four. So I tried to have something that each of them liked so that they were felt welcoming at the table. Yeah. Nothing worse than going to the dinner table. And it's everything on there you hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 We don't want to create you want to create a, an upbeat uh, open kind of atmosphere, especially mealtime. That's a, a very important thing. That's something that as f- families, well, now now that we're, well, as we're recording we this, we're going through the-
1: Family back to the dinner table. Yeah well, yeah. well, as we're
0: going through the COVID thing, we're going, this is, you know, as it's being recorded, we're going through the COVID thing. So, probably are more families eating together. So, that's a good thing. So, this will give you guys some tips on how to make that a more enjoyable experience. Um, and I did have a question about this. When you were talking about supplements earlier, um, at what age do you introduce taking uh giving, giving supplements to, and uh, to the, children. The
1: pediatrician, um recommends at age two.
0: Really that early, huh?
1: Yeah. Up, up until age two, they're either the parents, uh, the mom's been nursing them and they're starting to wean them on to the regular foods, but they really say age two is, is the, the perfect time to start introducing that. And if there is any other issues before that, it would be, um, the pediatrician would be telling them specifically what they needed to do. So, you know, if you ever have any questions about what's going on with your child and their diet, especially if they're not gaining weight or if they're gaining, you know, more weight, you know, they seem to be a little bit chunkier. And sometimes that's a good, a good sign because when they have their growth spurts on my kids were like that, they would get kind of chunky. And then all of a sudden they would have a big growth spurt and thin out and so just being aware of that and following your pediatrician's guidelines and uh, staying up to date with what's um, in written in the journal of nutrition for pediatri- pediatrics.
0: So, OK, so this was the This was something else that you, we don't have in the notes, but I was curious about was this idea of, you know. I'm not talking about the kid who's like, you're looking at it going, Oh my God, this kid's got a problem. But there is a sort of, some kids kind of go through that. They kind of, they kind of grow a little bit more sideways before they grow a little bit more tall. And the, the, is that something that isn't necessarily something to freak out about?
1: No, it, it's actually, um, it's actually kind of cute. Um, cause you can see like all of a sudden their clothes get kind of tight and then and then within a month their their pants are too short.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it it's just how the body grows. How, um, it, how it works. Um so now we would be remiss if we did not discuss some solutions that you have through your um through your company um through through your work with um Neutrometric. So why don't you tell us, because I, I, I see on the list here, we have a couple of what, we have a chewable vitamin. Something we have a else. chewable
1: one and then we have one that's isotonic. And, and uh, I always like to give two options that way um, the parent can pick and choose what works best for the child. So the isotonic one um, is a powder that you mix with water and you drink with juice. And with all families, I encourage the parents to take their supplements at the same time that they want their child to. So they're seeing the parents do it as well. You're setting a pattern. You're setting a routine. You know, this is what we do every morning. We're going to take our supplements. I'm taking mine. You take yours. Explain what's going on. Uh, the, The Really great aspect is these are all credentialed through the national institute of health and they are pediatrician approved we've got that uh, label on the bottles but they're gluten-free they're vegan free and there's no detected gmos so you want to make sure that if you whatever you pick whether it's my supplements or someone else's that you it is a very high quality one so one is a chewable because some children are going to um, prefer that to one that is the isotonic that you drink.
0: That, that's that's fantastic. I, w- I was going to ask about that because some we had we and, and again I don't want to say brands. Uh, if you want to know more about the no nos in terms of different brands and stuff, I would highly recommend that you contact Galia directly. Uh, her website is your total dot but she's open to phone calls and texts at four, one, two, nine, nine, six, nine, four, eight, seven. All the links and everything are in the show notes or your total body health Gmail. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I, cause as a kid, that's what we kind of were like, went with the chewables, you know, up until we got to the point where we could swallow a pill, which we found now I know is no good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you have to do the isotonic stuff. So, and we did create a couple of Bitly links for you guys. Uh, it's a Bitly. Bitly, by the way, if you don't know, is B-I-T dot L-Y. So that's all it means. Uh, bitly, and it's backslash Y-T-B-H, Kids Chewable, chewable Vitamin. That's Y-T-B-H, Kids Chewable Vitamin. Uh, or Bitly, uh, backslash Y-T-B-H, Kids Isotonics Multivit as short for vitamin. So okay. <laughs> but but just just, talk, just get a hold of Galia um because she, because I think that like parents um hey you know they're worried about the kids. They want you know they want to make sure that they're doing the right thing. So having a conversation especially on a topic like this when you know it's your child's health we're talking about I think is and, and Galia is a mom you yes, guys, you you, you play. Yeah. You know, she's More
1: experienced all this. <laughs> yeah, she,
0: not only is not only is she uh you know a Nutrimetrics uh, uh a person and uh, a very knowledgeable health it. because she's a mother,
1: <laughs> right. down that path. Four very times. important.
0: So so you know you guys will have a lot to talk about if you, if you give her a call or shoot shoot her a text. Um, it, um, so, so definitely get a hold of her. Uh, so, anything uh, else you want to uh, add before we wrap up today's talk on, you know, the supplements, kids eating, kids. Yeah,
1: the more, the more you can do with your child together, um, the better it's going to be. You're going to set a, a pattern. You're going to set a precedence. Um, you're going to set an environment that is going to just create lifelong styles. My children still today, all of them take their supplements, just like they did as childs growing up. We all did it at the same time every morning. It it was at that point, there wasn't a choice for them, but the more that you do together with them, they're going to follow what you do and it's going to become a lifestyle change.
0: Setting up a great lifestyle, healthy lifestyle early.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It sticks sticks with you. Absolutely. All right, Galia. Great talk today as always. And I'm looking for, I can't wait. I don't know what our next show is going to be yet, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. And you guys can find out more at your Uh, Gailia, you have a great rest of the day and you've been Thank listening you so to much. you're welcome. And you've been listening to your total body health podcast with Gailia Woodyard. My name's Lou Lombardi and we'll guys,
1: we, we will catch you guys on the next, your total body health podcast. Have a great one.